Zoe and I currently both have a rose quartz in our shirts next to our boobs um, because it just felt right. And you know, I, how do you how are you feeling right now? Do I feel you, calm. Yeah, it's a little cold. But it's nice though. Yeah, like soothing. You know, someone told me that if a crystal is like really cold to the touch, that means it's real, and if it's like room temperature, it means it's fake. I'm so glad that these are real. <laughs> these are cold. It's really cold on my boobs right now. Um, but yeah. So hello, welcome back to another episode of the Conscious Divinity Podcast. My name is Abby. Zoe. I wonder if there comes a time when we stop introducing ourselves. Right. I wonder if that ever, or we just do it every, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do we know where this is going to go? Like episode 33, maybe yeah. we just surprise everyone and we don't say our name. Episode 111. Ooh. Yeah. Real spiritual. That's a lot of episodes, though, to to get to, for just to, just to be like, you should know us by now. Yeah. You, you should know us. I mean, our name's on everything. So I feel like, you know, we'll just keep introducing ourselves. Yeah. I feel like we'll intuitively know. What if somebody starts at episode 111 and they're like, who am I talking to, right? Or who am I listening to? Who right are these now? bitches? Yeah. <laughs> who even are you? Even though it's in the bio of literally everything. Yeah. Literally every page. Linktree, Instagram. Possible. Does iTunes, it say it? Spotify. Does it say it on Spotify? Does it have our names on it? Or does it just Conscious Mini Podcast? I'm not sure. I can check. Yeah. Why don't you check? That's a very, now, now that's I'm, a very now good I'm intrigued. question. Now I'm intrigued and now I want to know. This rose quartz is falling out of my shirt because I'm not wearing a bra. Fun fact, I don't wear bras. You want to know neither. why? Because they're boob traps <laughs> and I don't like them. A booby trap. And I do not like them. It's like I'm really blessed though, cause some people like have to wear them like for support. We're so. in the bio. Oh, it literally says it right there. Kasha's yeah. and then it says Abby and Zoe. Okay, so yeah, maybe we should, maybe we should think of like a fun way to introduce ourselves every week. Keep it spicy. Keep right. it fresh. You know. I could be like, Hi, I'm Pisces Sun Libra Moon Libra oh, Rising. Oh, I love that. I'm a Gemini Mercury. Thank you very much. Throwing in a little astrology. Aries Venus. Wait, what's your Venus? I have no idea. I have to look. You don't at know your Venus? No, I think it's Aquarius. Actually, that makes a lot of sense. I do. Does it really? Yeah. Why? It just, just the vibes. The vibes. The vibes just make sense. Air sign vibes. Air sign Venus vibes. I don't have a lot of fire in my chart. I think I have it in three spots. Yeah, I have or not, yeah, Aquarius Venus. I was right, but it says. It determines who and what you love. It indicates blah, blah, blah. My romantic side is unconventional, intellectual, and and somewhat detached. Yeah. Was that Puff Daddy? No, it was Mariah Carey. (laughs) Oh, No, that's not Mariah Carey. I I think we're all wrong, It sounded like mo' money, mo' problems. No, it's, I'm coming out. Oh. I want the world to know. Got to, yeah, Coda. Um, Coda, do you have something to tell us? Do no. you do you want to share with the class? No, sorry, keep going. Apparently, I can be bubbly and obvious when I like someone, but typically, I prefer forms of intimacy less obvious than romance, which is very true. Yeah, I don't like the whole "let me take you on a candle at dinner." I'm more of a like, take me to a llama farm in the middle of nowhere. 
I want to pet the alpacas, please and thank you. That's it. And you know what? I don't even need to pet them. Like if just, it's if it's a private if I farm, can just see them. I don't want to get charged with trespassing. So yeah, yeah I'll, we could sit in the car. Just the awareness that I am next to an alpaca. Yes, or take me on a drive. Let me yeah. look at the stars because yeah. if my area, I can't always see them. Right. Hashtag so, Philly life. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but yeah, that's I'm very much. I don't like those, like, the obvious, you know, hey, let's go out to a nice place, like, wear something nice. I'm like, let me wear sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> can we just put on sweatpants and go for a drive? Is yeah. that an option? Yeah. Let me see if I can talk to you, you know? Yeah. No, that's so true. I feel like that's a lot for, like, I don't know. I feel like part of me is, like, yeah, for a first day, like, cool. I would love to, like, get dressed up and, like, go out. Like, mentally, I'm like, yeah, that sounds fun, but, like like actually doing it I'm like that's a lot and then like you're nervous and like you're at a nice place and like you can't even eat because you're nervous and like you know what I mean like yes that's not not fun for me Me but also at the same time I feel like if someone doesn't and maybe this is maybe this is not the right way to think but if someone doesn't like automatically make you feel comfortable like their energy isn't already comfortable enough to be in and like sit in Mm -hmm. then like uh, I don't know how I feel about that I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, and then you're trapped in a nice restaurant with this person, and what are you going to do? Yeah, I feel, I'm like so, I just really need to feel people out before we even go out anywhere. Like if I can't like hold a conversation with you, um, if I feel like super nervous and like uncomfortable, then that's like a huge red flag for me that like something is off because I think about it and like everyone that I've been with that was like so toxic I was like so nervous around Mm -hmm. and it just it just makes sense and I wasn't really I was like only a little bit nervous like when Coda and I were you know you know starting out yeah but um but it wasn't like it was mainly just like oh like this is a person I'm like meeting you know, for the first time in person, like, that's, like, cool and exciting, you know what I mean? It wasn't really, like, oh, I'm nervous of how I'm going to act, I'm nervous of how I'm going to be perceived, it was more, like, excitement rather than nerves, but those two things can feel so similar, Mm -hmm. so it's good to not get those, those mixed up. Yeah, which I had a tendency to do, and my relationships were never successful, and it's, Mm. and it's funny because I can catch a vibe very, very quick, whether it's like you're someone I want to be around versus you're somebody that I need to keep a distance from. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm, I'm like you in that aspect where I need to talk to somebody for a little bit before I actually like physically spend time with them. Because right. I need to get a feel for who you are. And like if you're, if you're funny, like funny is a, a right. big thing for me. Funny, creativity and like being able to be passionate about something you know that's like huge for me and um you know I need to get a feel for those things before I'm just like hey like physically you're my type so I should probably give you a shot yeah no it's like so much deeper than that and also a lot of times I feel like we we go for people that like we think are our type and it's really like the people that we wouldn't even like look twice at that are that match us on like so many deeper levels that we actually need to have that like fulfillment within a relationship so it's a it's quite interesting to to think about because most people just go right off of oh I find you attractive Mm -hmm. and like that's it but like for me I've always noticed that like I've known people that I didn't immediately like off the bat were and like they're hot you know and then I got to know them and I was like 
now you're suddenly really attractive to me. Yep. Like, there's, like, something shifts and changes, and it's like, oh, wait a second, your soul and your vibe just totally, like, change how you look to me. And, like, reverse, when you meet a really hot person, but you get to know them, and they have, like, an awful personality, they're super toxic, like, s- obsessed with themselves in, like, a really negative, like, n- like non-healthy way, um... You're literally describing a relationship, situationship that I was in for, like, over a year, like, on and off, very off, Yeah. where it was like that, where it was like this person put on this, um, basically this show for the, you know, external for other people, like, seeming that he acts one way, but really it's, like, you get to know the person and it's, like, all surface. Like, it's nothing. Right. There's, like, no depth there. Yeah. But, like, physically, you know, I'm pulled to this person because that's what I'm attracted to, you right. know? Yeah. But 100%. then I'm, like, oh, wait, you're so toxic. Yeah. Wait, actually, I don't like this at all. At literally at all. Running yeah. for and the then, hills. And then you, like, look back on it and you're, like, I can't even believe, like, I was attracted to that person. Like, it's honestly, like, it's kind of shocking. I feel that way about, like, so many people I've, like, met and, like, started to, like, get to know them. And I was, like, this person's so fucking attractive. Oh, my God. And then I got to know them and I was, like, wow, my soul is, like, totally not vibing with yours at all. And suddenly, like, they they honestly, I don't know if anyone else, like, relates to this, but they really do in my eyes. Like, it really shifts the way they look. Like, their outward appearance changes, like, through my vision And I'm like, wait, why did, like, I'm not attracted to this person, but all it was was, like, a simple, like, getting to know them for that to shift, and then I'm like, ooh, no. And, like, I've gotten to a point where I'm really good at that, so I'm not, like, I won't bypass, oh, but they're hot. Like, I won't, like, do that, because when I get to know someone, and I know what I'm really looking for, or what, like, I really like being around, or what feels good to me, because I'm in touch with my body, then it's like, okay, like, this person can stay or no, this person is like not it. I don't know why we started going off on that. That was a interesting. I liked where it was going. That yeah. was actually, that was great. We we did good. It's the Rose Quartz. It's, oh, oh, it's you the know Rose Quartz. It makes total fucking sense. It's yeah. out of my titties now though because it kept falling out. It's my still shirt. in mine, so. <laughs> okay, well, you're just. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> clearly going to be more grounded than me but that's okay i'm gonna give probably you probably not to be honest with you oh okay i mean like that's fair you know what i'm covered in bug bites from my light yard work the light what did you say you were doing pull pulling branches dead branches off of a tree oh my god you are so i'm a landscaper <laughs> i am a landscaper I'm literally covered in bug bites, though. It goes from, like, the top of my thigh all the way down to my knee. And then there's a couple sprinkled, like, all my calves. But you would think it's, like, poison ivy. I'm I'm so bumpy. Like, it's really bad. Oh, that sucks. I've never had this many bug bites in my entire life. Like, I'm not struggling. And I stepped on a bee, so. Did it sting you? It did. Oh, did you get, I, that, did you get out the stinger? I have no idea. I haven't been stung by a bee in the longest time. Wait, so the stinger, is the stinger still in your foot? Do you know? I have no idea. Like, I'm looking right now, and I don't know if that's, like, a beauty mark or the stinger, if it, like, went away 
my it was yesterday so if i were gonna die like would that have happened by now you wouldn't die oh okay no you wouldn't die i forgot it would just be painful like if it was still in your foot like walking oh no i feel fine yeah i oh my god but in the moment i was just like oh i forgot what this felt like and it was unpleasant i clearly had like an eventful weekend so yeah Yeah. hire zoe for your light yard work yes she's i have a rake (laughs) i have a rake Thank you, Amazon. <laughs> I just like picture Zoe like standing up next to the rake, looking like really proud. I, that's like, business card. That's really how it looks, though. Let and I'm me, in pajamas. Let me trim your hedges. Yeah. Let me with let, my rake. Let me rake your leaves. Rake it up with Zoe. Mind you, the rake is like <laughs> the rake's like up to my shoulder, and it's metal. It's the worst rake oh. of all the rakes. Oh, it's bad. I'm really upset for you about that. Should we all invest in a new rake for Zoe, for her business? Start a GoFundMe. Yeah, we're going to start a GoFundMe to get Zoe a new rake so she can start her spiritual landscaping business. That would be cool, honestly. I rakey the grass. Yeah. (laughs) You could do, like, spiritual, like, you could do, like, sigils and stuff, like, in the dirt. Like, protection sigils around the home. Could you imagine if people didn't know that I was doing that, though? And, like, they came home and it, it looked like some, like alien abduction happen on their lawn because Honestly, there's all these symbols i feel like anyone who can afford a landscaper would probably be like oh it's art you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like they probably would go like right over their heads they'd be like it's abstract art this is beautiful i'm gonna pay her extra for this meanwhile i'm like i'm just trying to heal i'm just trying to heal you just, just trying, trying to help you. but you could also hide the sigils like underneath the dirt like like put the sigil underneath the dirt with something i don't know i'm not a witch i might be but i haven't dabbled in it yet to know but like you know they use like black salt or like or or salt in general mm-hmm. right or stuff like that or yeah anything like that or herbs and stuff you can yeah. like do the sigils and then someone should get on this because i feel like this is a good idea when i was um i thought your house i follow like some accounts that are based off of witchcraft but like spiritual Mm -hmm. and it talks about how it's like when you do certain rituals and things like that i love a good ritual um that it's all about like your intention so say you're using like epsom salt all right but your intention is the same as like black salt it could potentially work but then there's like the skeptics who are like no if you use Epsom salt instead of like black salt you're gonna trap the energy in your head I think somebody responded to a story that we had up one day about like oh yeah I remember seeing that yeah and they were just like and it wasn't even like our picture it was somebody else's that we shared and this person was just like no actually you're gonna trap spirits in your house and it's gonna make it worse and I'm sitting there thinking like what like now I'm like terrified yeah well like (laughs) I'm like what the fuck is in my house see like that's hard because like I don't know enough about witchcraft to be like, oh, that's right or that's wrong. And you also have, like, a h- half of the witches say it's right and half say it's wrong. So I, I wonder if, like, the whole – just like with spirituality, if it really is, like, just solely based on your intention. Because I feel like that is – like, your intention with everything, like, is the power source. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're, like, honoring, like, the herbs you're using and whatnot um, and you're coming from, like, a good place – like, I don't believe in, like, hexes and stuff like that. I I don't believe there is a need for that. I feel like 
people are always living out karmic cycles. Mm -hmm. And if someone's a shitty person in this lifetime, they're going to have a shitty life in the next. And, like, like everything comes back, right? So, so I'm kind of like, nah, like, hands off. Like, whatever happens, happens. Like, I just focus on myself. And if, like, something happened to, like, a close friend or, like, a family member, I would just focus on supporting their healing Mm -hmm. and not, like, not to, like, shame anyone at all who does hexes. Like, if you do, go off. Like, that's your practice. That's not mine. So, it's none of my business, honestly. Um, but personally, I I just don't believe in them. And that's okay. People are allowed to believe different things and feel different things about everything. And, you know, what's it called? Duality. You yes. know? Just, just don't Just don't hate people. Just, just be nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, if... If you have the capacity to be nice, yeah, please be nice. Some people just don't. Yeah. In the in this lifetime, in this reincarnation for them, they're some people are just so full of hate and I just I try to send them love. Be like can. here, have this. You probably don't want it. They're like, No. Have this get away from me. Titty rose quartz. <laughs> Got it warm for you. Yeah. Here, this is for you. Right on the nipple. Give you give yourself some love. Um yeah, but I just try to, I know it, and it sounds like so fucking like corny, but, um, but yeah, I just try to be like, oh, I can tell that you're so unhappy, so I'm gonna send you some love, and it really sucks though, because like, I would love if I could change people, but like, you can't, and like, the only thing you can do, and I, like, we've talked about this before, like, I wholeheartedly believe that like, what you do for yourself ripples out and affects people in your life like even like with my spiritual practice at home I've seen it affect my mom I've seen it affect sisters like I've seen changes in the household simply for me honoring my practice you know Mm -hmm. so I think that's really fucking cool not to not to change the subject real quick but I did just want to celebrate myself real quick because celebrating yourself is fucking important and it is not boastful and I'm fucking proud of myself so, and I'm not going to shame myself for being proud of myself, period, period. But anyway, I finished my courses and I officially launched my business. I'm an official life coach and I'm making my life my bitch, period, Woo! period. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Wow, thank you. <laughs> the singular clapping. The singular <laughs> clapping in the room warmed my heart. See, all you, need, all you need is one person to support you. That's it. If you have one person cheering for you, you can do fucking anything. Period. How many times can I say period in that? Well, I'm going to clap again. Yeah. Wow. Thanks. This feels good. This feels really good. You deserve all the claps. Thanks. I procrastinated it so bad and, like, avoided it and was just being so hard on myself. And then eventually I was like, I'm done with my own bullshit because, like, this is what I know I'm supposed to do. So, like, I'm just going to fucking do it. And even, like, posting about it, I was like, oh, my God, people are going to judge me. They're going to think I'm stupid. No one's going to want to work with me. And then I was like, you know what? There's (laughs) almost 9 billion people in the world most people are seeking some sort of guidance so like enough with the oh my god no one's gonna no one never always like all that stuff no those words no we're not i'm taking them out of my vocabulary and 
I'm just trying to lay back and be receptive and just show up authentically so that I can attract the people that I'm supposed to help. And I feel like because you know in your soul that this is what you want to do, the people will come. Yeah. They absolutely will. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the vibe. That is the vibe. But yeah, I I keep like asking myself, I'm like, well, if I don't do this, what am I going to do? And it's like, like, it's this, like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, I know it is like, there is no other thing. Like, this is it. And I'm not like, I'm not like shutting myself off from other options. But like, in my soul, you get to a point of self-awareness where you just know what you're supposed to be doing. Like, you know what direction your path is supposed to go at least in this moment in time. So I'm just, like, focusing on that. Yeah. Yep, just focusing on that. But yeah. So proud. Yeah, thank you. I'm proud of myself. It's a I big just, week. I know. It really is. And I'm going to announce my first uh, free master class in a couple days. Wow! I know. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm, like, but I'm nervous, too, because I'm, like, no one's gonna want a free master class and I'm like wait a second who wouldn't want a free master class I want a free master class you'll be there I'll be there okay absolutely okay cool I'm excited I'm excited yeah I like I was really proud of myself because I took like when I when I posted and launched my business I was like so proud like on cloud nine and I was like I'm gonna take this good energy and while I'm in this bubble of flow and like alignment I'm gonna like just sit down and start writing out whatever comes channeled in like for ideas for master classes and I was able to write out two like outlines for two of them just like sitting down for like an hour like it was crazy so I'm super pumped about that and yeah I don't know I just I just want to help people and I know that's what I'm supposed to do and it's the only thing that I've ever been like really good at and like just naturally comes to me is like overcoming obstacles and then helping someone else overcome that like in my life it's always like mirrored like things that I go through like literally to a T after a year or so of me getting over it someone close to me will go through the same thing and I'll be right there to like walk them through it like hold their hand encourage them give them everything I learned from that period so they're not like suffering along the way you know what I mean I do. That's yeah. why I became a therapist. Yeah, so. you you know. I relate. You know. I am relating. We're just a couple spiritual beings out here trying to... Just trying to help people. Trying to heal and love and grow and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, yay for that. Okay, we're going to introduce our guest for today. Um, our guest is Tara Joy. She is a personal and spiritual growth coach, um, and she creates content on TikTok. That's where I actually found her. Um, I've seen her page a ton of times, and she always has amazing things to say. Um, and she just has, like, a wealth of knowledge. So I'm super excited to have her on. Hi! <laughs> Hello. Thank you so much for coming out. Well, coming out digitally. Yes. Meeting in the digital realm. Very, very cool of you. Um, yeah. We actually, yeah, yeah, of course. No, thank you. Thank you for being here. <laughs> I just, I just watched, um, um, what's that movie? Princess Diaries. I love yeah. that one. You know, they're like, thank you for being here today. That's what just went through my brain. I was like, don't fucking say it. Don't say it. I was like doing the hand thing and everything. Slow down, Anne yeah. Hathaway. Yeah. Is that, that is Anne Hathaway? No. Is that Anne Hathaway? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Anne oh, Hathaway. Oh, like, just so young. So young. But, um, yeah, we actually had um, 
Tara scheduled for, do you like being called Tara or Tara Joy? You can just say Tara. Okay, cool. Uh, we actually had Tara scheduled for an episode a little while ago, but that was one of those days when I listened to my body and I decided that it was not the right time for me to do an episode and I needed to rest and take care of myself and she was totally understanding and so gracious about it and I'm so grateful for that um because obviously like I am still a human being and I have like I don't want to let anyone down and like I want to make sure I show up but at the end of the day I know that we always have to take care of ourselves first um but yeah so I would love if you could just give us a little spiel on what it is you do what kind of content you create um what your journey has looked like, like anything you feel called to share, that would be awesome to start. Yeah, definitely. Um, first, is the music in the background too loud? I don't hear it. Okay, all right, yeah. perfect. Just wanted, to, just wanted to make sure. Um, so yes, I create content um, and recently have gotten into the coaching realm. And, um, you know, my goal with it really is to embody and, you know, teach others how to like approach personal and spiritual growth without all the hustling and all the shame that I feel is very normal in our society. Um, and like, particularly like a lot of people come to me saying, you know, they've been in like the self-help realm and that has kind of just made, made them feel like, there's something wrong with them always and like they can never get better and it it's so ironic and like paradoxical that they're you know going into this world to better themselves and they kind of come out of it almost feeling worse about themselves and so you know i really just want to give people um more compassionate and like loving perspectives on how to become a better version of yourself or you know grow in any kind of way and um, that's really what my mission is. I mean, I started off really deeply into spirituality because I had a really intense spiritual awakening about a year ago. Um, and that's actually how I got on TikTok. And I was kind of a purely spiritual creator, but it has shifted more into the realm of like personal growth and development, like self-improvement, I would say, as I have kind of dabbled into different interests and gotten more into psychology and like life coaching and things like that. And so I'm really just trying to combine everything I've learned to make a really well-rounded approach. Um, but really at the end of the day, like I just want people to know that there's nothing wrong with them and that they can work on bettering themselves from a place of love rather than a place of hate. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. I love that. Um, yeah, well, we actually talked a little bit about, um, it was the weirdest thing. I, I had this, like, epiphany one day um, about, I was, like, I just came to a point where I realized, like, it hit me, like, full force. Like, you can't guilt or shame yourself into getting better, into healing, into loving yourself. And literally, the next day, I, like, opened TikTok and a video you posted about the same thing came up. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, that is fucking crazy. But um, but it was just, like, confirmation. The universe is like, yeah, 100%. Like, you can't do this. This is not the way. And um, it is, it is difficult, especially in the spiritual, like, self-help community because, you know we kind of always talk about how there's always work to do, right? There's always growth, like you're going to be growing and changing and healing your entire life. And that's like really intimidating for some people. Like 
a lot of people can't stomach that thought because that that comes off as something's always going to be wrong with you. There's always going to be something you need to change. And I've had to really like shift it into a more loving way, like appreciating and accepting where I'm at in the moment, but also opening myself up and making sure there's room for expansion. Like there's room for me to spend energy on healing certain parts, like if that's what I feel called to do, but not doing it because I'm feel guilt and shame if I don't do it or like feeling like I need to be better. It's like, no, because I, I've had a lot of growth over the years and I used to be like a very manipulative, toxic, like I used to be like a really bad drug addict. And, you know, so I was always lying, cheating, stealing, like all this stuff. And the person I am today is so different, so different. And I can only imagine like going back in time and like talking to my younger self and being like, you could be this way in the future. Young me would have been like, there's no way. There's no way that I will ever be the kind of woman that talks like that, thinks like that, acts like that. Um, So I think that just like, that's just goes to show like it happens like slowly over time. And it's just about allowing yourself to, to grow and expand from a place of love and just like enjoying the journey as opposed to you know, beating yourself up the entire way. Well, yeah, because it's like you guys both said, we're not, we're not broken, you know what I mean? Like, we're not, we don't need to be fixed. What we need is growth. And it's, I feel like with, like, self-help, it's, brokenness is so associated with self-help. So when it's really like, no, like, we're whole, like, we're already whole. Mm -hmm. There's no broken parts. There's just parts that need to be worked on so we could experience growth yeah I always just try to think of it as like there like you have everything you need already you have all the answers you have all the wisdom um all all these parts that you're like trying so desperately to like heal from or change like all the quote-unquote like goodness that you want to experience or whatever is already like there it's just you have to like take pieces of life off to get to it you know, and I feel like that makes it easier to stomach because it's not like something's wrong with you, you're broken. It's like you're totally fine. You're just like under the weight of life right now in like one area or another and just trying to like shift it that way. But can you tell me like some advice you have for people um, who are really struggling with guilting and shaming themselves? Because I know that's like a big pattern I see in like your content, something you're very passionate about, which I think is amazing because society literally guilts and shames everyone into doing everything so what's some advice you have or um like coping skills you use for that or just anything you can suggest um to help with like those feelings yeah definitely um you want to think about this but you know I think kind of the first step is like having the awareness that that like guilt and shame is really normal because I think when people realize that they've been doing that on their healing or like self-love journey like they can then like guilt and shame themselves for guilting and shaming themselves and it like creates this like loop and spiral that becomes really difficult to get out of and I think maybe kind of the first step there is just realizing like that is normal right? Like you said, by society, by our upbringing, like we're kind of taught to guilt and shame ourselves into doing things and into getting things done. And so, like I said, in that one TikTok video, that's how we often 
approach the journey. And, you know, with all things that we're trying to shift within us, like, you know, you're not just gonna like suddenly be like guilt-free or shame-free. It's more so about recognizing when it comes up and like choosing to be aware that it's come up and then redirect your thoughts to something else and something more positive, more compassionate, more loving. Like even if it's, you know, not something that you're gonna believe right in that moment, the skill and like the tool of redirecting your thoughts away from that guilt and shame is how you eventually get to a pattern where that's no longer your norm. And so it's not about like, practice not guilting and shaming yourself because you're like it it comes up naturally right it's an ingrained pattern and so it's not about just like not doing it or like canceling that out of your life but it's more so about recognizing when it comes up and being like oh shit like that's the guilt that's the shame and choosing to look at it from a different perspective or you know choose a way of thinking that makes you feel a little better in that moment and that shift is really where like the work is and really where you'll start to see like the fruits of your labor after some time. And that's why also like, it's really important to be patient with yourself in this process because trying to shift that is difficult and it takes time. And sometimes you won't even catch it when the guilt and shame comes up like internally until kind of later on, like when you're out of that situation, you might look back and realize like that's how you were handling it. And like, that's okay too, right? You're still like, being introspective in hindsight and I think that's what's important and so it's it's very very crucial to be like gentle with yourself in this process of recognizing when guilt and shame is coming up and trying to shift that because it won't just happen like right away and you won't just be like guilt-free and shame-free and like I feel like a lot of people think that's how it's supposed to go and you know even on my journey right now with like this being a big kind of pinpoint of like what I teach and what I try to embody, I still struggle with it too, right? And so it's really about, yeah, catching it when it comes up and like choosing something else. So it's not that the shame doesn't exist for me anymore. It's that I don't give it the energy anymore in the same way that I once did. Like I choose not to really believe those super, um, you know, shameful or like self-berating thoughts. They still come up, but I'm like, no, we're going to, we're going to look at this in a different way. We're going to look at this more clearly. We're going to look at this in a way that like serves us better, you know, because this shame isn't, isn't doing anything. I mean, one of the life coaches that, um, I really like her work. She's not, she's not in the spiritual realm, but it's a lot more about mindset coaching. And she always says like, if the shame and the guilt and the beating yourself up worked, like it would have worked by now, but it doesn't, you know? And I think when she said that, I mean, it's one of those things, like you say it out loud and you're like, that makes a lot of sense. Like that's common sense. But just hearing it that way made me realize like, oh, this literally does nothing for me. Like, you know, if I, just a small example, like if I'm scrolling too much or I've, you know, like indulged in an activity for too long that I shouldn't be, I've realized now, like, if I go on a self-shame spiral from it, I'm like, that, it didn't change my course of action, right? Like, it didn't change the fact that I just sat on TikTok for two hours. So am I going to sit here and, like, have a pity party for myself that I'm such a bad person because I did that? Or can I just accept that that's what happened? I cannot change it, but now I can change my action moving forward and, like, 
get off my phone and start doing something, you know? And that's, again, that's kind of like where the shift really, really happens. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much for explaining that. That was beautiful. And like, you know, it's like, especially like Zoe and I are in like the community of like healers and whatnot. So this is stuff that like, it's so beautiful. Like you can know these things, but like hearing other people talk about it just like reinforces it, brings about like just more understanding of it. It's just, it's so beautiful. I love that we can all like simultaneously be helped and be helping others. Like, I think that's really fucking cool. Um, and yeah, I've, yeah yeah seriously seriously I think that's such a big thing too is like people are in this mindset where they're like I don't need help I can figure it out on my own but like we as human beings even though like we are you know spiritual beings and all that we're still human and we are designed for connection you know and to and to be supported by other people and have um like encouragement and to be held by others like whether it's emotionally physically whatever um, so that we can get to a place of, like, almost, like, taking strength and courage from our surroundings to push ourselves forward, and, um, but yeah, I just love, I love that you, um, explained that, like, so beautifully, so beautifully, because, um, you. yeah, and you're like, thanks, yeah, <laughs> um, <My skills>. yeah. <laughs> because I think it's, it's just so fucking important, um, to talk about, because, I mean, I know for me, and it's, like, similar to you, right, and, and, like, my spiritual healing journey, I was, like, oh, my God, I need to be better, I need to heal, like, I need to fix all these things, and it's, like, when something came up, I'd be, like, oh, my God, I'm not healed, I'm not okay, I'm not getting anywhere, like, why is this still happening, and it's almost, like, when we get upset over those things, it almost reinforces the thought, the behavior, whatever, <coughs> excuse me, um, and getting my I have t- I have two coaches and they always talk about integrating those parts of ourselves instead of like yeah. shaming the shame like yes. just recognizing it because it it really is a feeling that just wants to be like there's a part of you that wants to be seen and heard in those moments and it's just being like oh hey I notice this is coming up like even just talking to yourself like I notice this is coming up it's okay we're going to change the thought to this and we're going to carry on, you know, and it definitely, it's definitely hard when you want to be like, (coughs) sorry, um, quote unquote, like perfect or healed or whatever. And those things still come up, but it's just like accepting in the moment, like, okay, that thing came up and that's okay. Like, it doesn't have to be this big, huge thing. It doesn't have to be a struggle or a battle, It's just, like, okay, I understand that, like, these things are still going to come up because I'm human. Like, I don't ever, I don't really believe that our core wounds ever leave us. I believe that we just learn how to integrate them and love them as they are and give them the the attention and love that that they're seeking, really, because that's, to me, that's what core wounds are. Yeah, it's like we transform them pretty much into something, into something more useful than something that's, like, holding us back yeah or something that we're scared of or trying to get rid of because it's like an uncomfortable feeling and because it's uncomfortable we need to get rid of it yeah yeah that's the thing it's like we almost in an attempt to quote-unquote heal ourselves we reject ourselves entirely and it's like that only perpetuates 
the self-hatred more Mm -hmm. like doesn't it's we it's just so it's so interesting to to see how um changing perception on things changes fucking everything like I always say like perception is so fucking powerful like that is one of the most powerful tools I think like anyone could really gain because you're able to take any situation even if it triggers you bothers you in the moment feels like painful or whatnot you're able to feel the feelings take a step back and be like how do I want to view this feeling how do I want to view this moment like what do I want to take away from this and it really is like you know everyone says like the master of your reality like I I really believe that that is how you master your reality is by how you view everything yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. I mean, you know, it really started to click for me, I think within these last six months, how important and like crucial your perception is. Um, because really, like your perception is your reality, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, when people say like you create your own reality, I think a lot of people get confused by that. But really to me, all it's saying is that like, we create our own perception and that perception then becomes our own reality. And like, you know, I love just like the very basic, simple idea of this, that like a rainy day is neither inherently good nor bad. It is what you decide it is. Right. And your choice of what it is, is your perception. Like some people look at a rainy day and they're like, it's ugly. I hate it outside. I don't want to leave. Like, and other people look at a rainy day and they're like, awesome like it's cozy comfy like cute cuddle weather you know and like in both situations like the same neutral thing is happening it's raining it's just whatever spin like your mind is putting on it that you know you take that in and you filter it and then that creates how you're thinking about it and it's you know the rainy day is just like one small example but you can literally do this for everything in your life and like you said it becomes a really powerful tool because you start to kind of be able to yeah like master your mind in a way because you start to gain the power and the control of how you're choosing to see things rather than just feeling like you know kind of life is attacking you all the time yeah one one of the biggest perceptions shifts is what is it it's life isn't happening to me it's happening for me Mm -hmm. yeah but like I love the duality of like what you're saying too because technically say we have two people right one of them loves rain one of them hates it so one of them thinks rain sucks and the other one loves rain in both of their realities that is the truth you know like it's true and both both of their realities are true and I just think I, just, I don't know. I just think that's really fucking cool to think about, like, just the, the duality of of all of it. Like, I, I always say, um, like, how someone views me is who I am in their reality, you know? Like, if someone views me in, like, a negative light or doesn't like me or thinks this of me, whatever, then in their reality, like, they're right. That's who I am in their reality, you know? And that's why it's important to shift back to who am I in my reality, yeah like who do I want to be 
definitely i've felt that a lot with tiktok like it's it's so weird suddenly being on a platform where like thousands of people have opinions on you mm-hmm. and it's like the difference in opinions like some people despise my page it's it's so weird to me but other people love it you know and for me like i had to get out of this very like black and white thinking that like one of them is right and one of them is wrong and like which one is it like am i doing a horrible job or am i doing a great job and more so just had to realize that like this was each person's perception of me and that's you know all that they're kind of expressing there and it's not that anyone's like perception is like right or wrong it's just what like their truth is for them and their own reality and it you know it does make it kind of difficult to answer that question of like well who am I in my own reality right like then I have to make the choice of like am I you know am I doing this good or are there things that I should be like working on like because I try and take people's feedback but at the same time when people's feedback is like just filtered through their own you know belief systems and perspectives it can be it can be really difficult to like walk that fine line and find that kind of balance between it all I love that you brought that up because I am really big on observing how everybody's reality is different you know like literally everybody's reality is so different and when we're given suggestion and feedback I feel like it's so important to kind of align it with our intuition and with our truth and where somebody could have like totally pure intentions and they could think, well, maybe you would help more people if you did A, B, and C. So then it's like, we sit on that, we think about how that feels kind of, and like, does this align with the message that I'm trying to deliver, you know, because I feel like... I feel like for me, like when I take feedback and I'm doing it purely just to like people please, then the people I'm supposed to help might not be attracted to my message because here I'm tailoring my message based on, you know, what somebody else thinks I should be saying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I have to use a lot of discernment. Like, you know, once I really like understood that word, I was like, that's, that's what's going on here, right? I'm just discerning everything. Like, is this, again, does this align with me or does it not? And so, you know, it's definitely created a big journey of like self-awareness and discovery because I used to, you know, huge, huge people pleaser, like chronic people pleaser. And so I would, yep, yep. Same, both hands off. I would take in. all of the feedback and advice and like you know at a certain point there's so many voices and there's so much noise that like you can't listen to at all and so you have to start start like filtering out and discerning like what really feels right to me and like what aligns with me and so yeah it's been a very interesting process with all of this yeah i um can totally relate to that i think one of the biggest things i've had to learn on my spiritual journey is that like my journey doesn't have to look like everyone else's because like like you said like we're like chronic people pleasers like we're both obviously healing from that but we still do it you know like no one is fucking perfect um i but we're i'm much better at catching myself now which is pretty exciting for me but um 
Yeah, the thing with that is, like, I'm like, okay, well, this person tells me, like, I should be doing this, this, and this. But then this person tells me I should be doing this, 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 and that. And it's, like, within the spiritual community, too, like, it's, like, you have to be vegan. You have to do this. You have to do this. If you're not like this, if you don't meditate every single day, if you don't do this perfectly, if you don't have some kind of ritual, like, if you don't, like think this way, if you get vaccinated, you're not spiritual, like, all this stuff, and it's, like, oh, my God, can we all just take a fucking breath, like, can we just breathe for a second, because, like, to me, there's so much judgment in spirituality, in the spiritual community, but it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, every community, even if it stems from a good place, our human is gonna get in the way of that, like, just naturally, like, that's what happens, and, it's definitely been a struggle for me to be like, okay, what do I think? Like, yeah. how do I view my diet? Like, I'm at a point now where I intuitively eat, you know, but I used to think I have to be vegan. If I'm not vegan, You're I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing it wrong. I'm not spiritual. I'm a shitty person. Like, that's literally what I used to the think. Shame. Yeah. The shame. The, yeah, exactly. Everywhere. Everywhere you look, there's the shame. Um, and I really just, my life coach had me sit down and be like, you need to write down, like, what you truly believe. Like, not what someone told you to believe, not what, like, people on the internet tell you you should believe or what they're doing. Like, what feels good for you? Because what feels good for me spiritually might not feel good for Zoe, might not feel good for you. And, like, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But we're so, we're creatures of, like, always wanting to follow the crowd and always wanting to be accepted. So, like, we fall prey to that even within spirituality. And I think it's so important to spend time with yourself so that you can answer those questions. Like, like, what am I... Did he just fart? Yeah. <laughs> He's been doing it all day. And it's loud. It sounds like a human. Yeah, it really did. It yeah. really did. It was the dog. Nice. Love that. <laughs> um... Yeah, but what I was saying is it's just super important to spend time with yourself and have um, some kind of, like, like personal practice. Like, I like just to, like, sit with myself. Like, just sit. Not do anything. I don't need to – I don't need to journal. I don't need to meditate. Like, I can just sit with myself and, like, that's enough for me because – like I said, everyone's practice is different and what works for some people doesn't work for other people's, but none of it is wrong. You know what I mean? That's the problem is that like we're so obsessed with making your way wrong and my way right and you have to do this and that. It's like the ego just comes into fucking everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why can't we just love each other? It's like telling somebody the way that they meditate is wrong because they're still having thoughts. Oh, yeah. Like, please don't do that. It's like there's no wrong. I feel like with spirituality, like... There isn't really, like, a wrong. That's... Unless you're being an asshole. That's what I was literally (laughs) just thinking. Unless you're literally rude or racist. Like, then it's like, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) You're doing a lot of things wrong. (laughs) Yeah. I heard this quote a while ago that I really liked. And um, it it comes from a religion, but I can't remember which which one right now. Um, But, you know, it essentially said... You know, there's there's infinite paths to take up the mountain, and the only wrong path that you can take is telling someone that their path is wrong. Mm. But you know, like everyone's allowed to go on their own journey. The only way that you could go on a wrong, you know, quotes wrong journey is by 
going around and telling everybody you're not going on the right one because you're not going online which I think is so so prevalent in the spiritual community which is why I kind of started to fall back a little and lean more into like life coaching and mindset psychology even though like I personally consider myself very spiritual still the kind of online spiritual community became a really toxic place for me and it made it really hard for me to truly grow because yeah there was so much comparison and so much feeling like other people were doing it right and I was doing it wrong but you know all these people are doing different things and so like what is right and I just felt like I was constantly like doing something wrong or should be doing something better and it was like eating away at my mental health and I was like wait this is supposed to be like bettering my mental health you know and so since I disconnected from it a little bit I feel a lot better and a lot healthier you know and so I really like you guys I love your energy and I'm just we love your energy (laughs) thank you I'm really grateful you invited me we're having this conversation and I hope that your podcast like blows up because I think we need a lot more spiritual voices like this out here who are very grounded and very rooted and just like accepting your imperfection rather than telling you like these are the steps you need to take And usually it's posed in a way of like, I took these steps and I'm great now. So if you take these steps too, you can be like me, which just like really doesn't sit right with me. And I do believe that those people are coming from a pure intention, but I kind of think, right, the ego gets involved and then there's a poor execution, which ends up ironically making people feel kind of worse about themselves or like they're not enough or they're not doing enough. And just again, perpetuates all these stories and all these patterns that people are trying to shift. And so it's just, it's a very dangerous realm out there. And yeah, I hope that your guys' voice gets very uplifted in this community because it deserves to be heard. Oh, stop. You're making me blush. Thank you. Um, That was kind of like, <laughs> uh, I, I'm so happy you said that because that was honestly like our whole, like what we really wanted to accomplish with this podcast was just to show that spirituality is not like this one way to be like it can look different for everybody and like you can be a normal fucking person like you don't have to be a spiritual guru or all this stuff to like live by spiritual principles like you can be a normal fucking person that has a day job that works a nine to five like like they can do that and that's okay you know what I mean um and yeah we're just not about the guilting or shaming which is why I I wanted you to come on because I just think it's so fucking important to be talked about because that was one of the biggest shifts for me and I realized like I see it with all my friends I see it with family like the guilt and shame is ingrained like it's the immediate response and it halts so much growth and so much beautiful expansion that could happen if we could just integrate it instead of shunning it because yeah. all that's doing is is sending a message to your yourself, your little kid that says this isn't worth being worked on. This is too much. Goodbye. Like absolutely not. Like I hate this. Why'd you make me feel this? See you later. And not like, hey, let's have a conversation. Why is this yeah. coming up? What happened? Why do you feel like you have to shame yourself right now? Like I always imagine like a little kid, you know? Why are you feeling yeah. bad about yourself? Like it's okay. Like you don't have to, you know? It's like shaming myself whenever I take a break from like studying or working because I just I just need to relax and breathe. Like I just need to relax and then I'm relaxing and then I'm like shitting on myself for relaxing and I'm just like, 
you have so much to do. Like, you're being a lazy fuck. Like, you could be doing yoga right now. But when it's like, why don't you just, like, lay down? Like, it's it's okay to lay down, yeah. you know? Well, it's like, that's the whole, like, like you said earlier, like, the, we've talked about it before on the podcast, like, the, the hustle culture. Like, the get up and grind. Like, Ugh, so hate, toxic. Hate it yeah. so much. It just makes my skin crawl. Because mm-hmm. I, and I still have, have, like, ingrained thought patterns from that and when I'm when I'm not like doing a million things I'm like I'm wasting time I could be getting so much stuff done what the fuck am I doing Mm -hmm. like do I really want to live this life do I really want to create my dream life I guess I fucking don't like that's literally what goes on in my brain and I'm like whoa babe babe chill let's take a breath um because what it comes down to is I don't want to work 24 7 that's not good for my mental health it's not good for my body. You're not built to. Yeah, we're literally, I'm a firm believer that we are built to run around naked and eat fruit and play in the grass. Like, firm believer, like, that's what we're supposed to be doing. That sounds wonderful, Doesn't honestly. It? Doesn't it? But no. Yeah. We need to work for money. I'm going to an office every day with no window. Oh. Yeah. A cave. There's a book that I, I'm almost done with it I listen to it because I do much better with audio books but it's called do nothing and it is like one of the best books I have ever come across and um it's really just all about the super toxic like productivity grind hustle culture and like how how it came to be and how it's like completely artificial and man-made and, you know, really learning about, like, the history and the roots of it made it a little bit easier to separate myself from it. Obviously not completely because, like, it's programmed so deeply. It takes a lot of working through to get there. But, like, I don't know, just really understanding how recent it is and how, like, man-made it is and, like, solely for, you know, people who benefit from it, like, just made me, I don't know, like, I kind of... to me I feel like rebelling against that like productivity grind culture is like like it's like rebelling against like a very controlling system even though it's all internal you know and so it it gave me a little more fire and it like to be able to fight it because I was like yeah like fuck these old white dudes who like (laughs) made and then they just became everywhere and like normalized and they don't benefit anyone except for the people really at the top making money off like constant productivity and grind and making you feel guilty for not doing that like and so I'm essentially instead of being like fuck productivity I'm more so like fuck the people who invented this and like I'm not gonna subscribe to this anymore you know because it doesn't it doesn't benefit me it doesn't help me at all it just makes me feel burnt out it makes me feel like I'm constantly doing something wrong and like you know I've essentially just realized like I have to ignore I don't know if ignore is the right word but like not listen to all of that like really really harsh programming that comes from like all these different arenas of society like that you know for me to like kind of attain that like mental freedom is a constant constant fighting against and like choosing to not listen to these really intense voices that are telling me like you need to be doing more if you're not doing something that's making you money you're wasting your time if you're resting you're lazy like all of these narratives that are just absolutely man-made and such bullshit and like 
the book really again goes like goes into the history and does such a good job at explaining that like us wanting to rest and have shorter hours and shorter work weeks is not this like radical idea of like let's create a new lifestyle but it's like we're trying to get back to where we started because like that you know that's how it used to be like only recently in the last couple hundred years did it get like amped up to just like constant but before that you know we did we worked in small hours we only worked for you know a section of the day and then we were done like most of our life was spent living even though we did have work and so really it's not that we're trying to create a new future but we're trying to kind of go back to the way work was before like the industrial revolution yeah and i feel like that's so much more like sustainable too but like but no one thinks that because they're like the millionaires are like no but i'm not gonna have all these billions to sit on if you don't work 40 50 hours a week and it's like no, dude, like, you'll still have plenty of money. Like, yeah. you'll have plenty of money. That's that's the craziest thing. And that's... Corporate greed. Yeah, corporate, corporate greed. greed. Yeah, it fucking... It, it sucks. And it makes me sad that so many people still, like, fall prey and victim to it. And it's almost like the people that, like, are super... The people, like, that are in our age group, per se, that are super like, yeah, grind, work all the time. I woke up at 5 a.m. today. What did you do? Like, those people are just telling themselves that to make it okay in their minds with how they're living. Like, I really believe that as soon as you – because I used to have, like, a grind mindset. Me too. But but all I did was use it to hurt myself. Like, I never got anywhere with it. Like, it it just made me fucking miserable and beat myself up. I remember I used to bring work home with me, and I would be working, like, probably up to, like, 70 hours with, like, the 40 to 50 I put in in office and then the additional hours I put in at home. And I remember saying to myself, like, I am such a hard worker. Like, I'm doing such a good job. Like an ego boost. When literally my quality of life, (laughs) my quality of life is like plummeting to the earth's core, you know? And it's like, I started to like wake up to what was going on. And I started asking myself, like, what is wrong with being able to enjoy life? Like, what is wrong with being able to have downtime? Why is downtime looked at, looked at as such a negative thing? It's insane. You know? And, and it really started to make me what we were talking about, like, explore those systems and why things are like this, who is actually benefiting from this, and how important it is as a society to, like, break away from these things and, like, change the mindset of, you know, exhaustion equals success. Right. And, like, everyone says, like, this is the way it is. Like, this is just the way it is, so deal with it. And it's, like, once you start, like, exploring that and, like, like you said, like, asking yourself questions, you can't go back after that. Nope. You can't. You're like, oh, shit. I see this for exactly what it is. You're exploiting me for money. Yeah. And uh, it's like yeah. that, that like, Spider-Man meme. That's like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> um, but, um, and it's, and you, you see it still, like, like I said, so many people are still into it. Like, the, the humans in the world that are still like, no, $15 an hour minimum wage is too much. And it's like, why do you care? 
about people making more money. Like, you're going to, they're going to like, oh, the cost of everything is going to rise. And it's like, it literally won't. It literally won't. And it has been. It has been rising. So, like, we need, you know, income and wages to reflect the rising of, you know, school and housing and healthcare. Like, all of that shit has gone up, but wages have not. Right. So, obviously, right? right? Like, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. No, I, I, I yeah, but then how how will business owners travel to the moon and go into space <laughs> if we raise minimum wage? That's the thing is, like, it literally won't even hurt the billionaires. Like, it will not put a dent in their wealth. And it's still, like, a controversial topic. And, like, you're right. Like, the price of things are rising. But, like, they naturally rise every year. So, like, why are people panicking? Like, it's, like, that's not, that's what I meant to say earlier, but. Um, it was well put. Oh. <laughs> you know. Thanks. It happened when it was supposed to. <laughs> but, yeah, it definitely, um, I'm just not a fan. I, I reject. Social norms. Yeah, I reject social norms. Societal norms. A hundred percent. But it's, it still plays, like, heavily on my brain. You know, like I still like even like like I just launched my business and I'm like, oh, my God, I have to like make sure I create content. I have to show up online all the time. I have to do this. I have to do that. Like it's so much. I'm feeling overwhelmed. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like you purposely left a corporate job to not feel this way. Like, why are you why are you doing this to yourself? And it's like, oh, it's because it's a programmed like belief in my head. Like, I still, like, I'm working on, like, getting through. And it definitely has, like, like I said, it it gets better, but it's still there. And, like, that's okay. It would be really sad if I felt the way I felt years ago. So it's just about appreciating your growth in the moment instead of being, like, fuck you. You're not healed enough. And it's like, no, dude, it's fine. (laughs) I'm like, look at like the growth, even in just like self-awareness to be able to realize these things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's similar to like, you know, right at the beginning when you asked me about, you know, working on the shame and the guilt, you know, with this kind of, you know, programming or conditioning around the hustle and productivity, it's, you know, a very similar approach where it still comes up, but the work is in being aware that it's come up and like choosing something else instead and not just expecting that like, it just won't be there. You know, it's, it's the same kind of process just applied to like a different mindset or perspective shift. Yeah. And like the reason that why this is so hard for most people and why people avoid, uh, you know, quote unquote, doing the work, um, is because we grew up in a society centered around instant gratification. And so the idea of, you know, slowly dealing with these things and understanding that it's it's a work in progress. Like, it's going to come up. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. Everyone is like, absolutely not. Like, if I can't feel better right now and get over it, like, I'm not going to put energy into it. Absolutely not. I'll just stay this way. And um, I used to be like that. I used to be like, absolutely not. I, I remember so many times, like, <laughs> when I was going through my spiritual awakening, calling my mom and being like, this is so hard, and I don't want to do it anymore. Why can't I just be better right now? 
my mom's like my mom's also like super spiritual and she was like abby like these things just take time like you just got to be gentle with yourself and it's like our like normal reset also if you can hello listeners if you can hear a crunching sound it is the dog chewing a treat just wanted to point that out um but yeah i think the whole like compassion piece is just like so so goddamn important because it is like so much like my little sister is going through spiritual awakening right right now and she's like she's like it's so much like she's like fully opening up to like all these like different things that she wants to change that she wants to work on and she's like it's so overwhelming and she's like one day I feel fine and the next day I do all the bad things again and I'm like I'm like this is part of it like you know what I mean I want to be like oh don't worry about it you know but I'm like this is part of it like it's hard which is why most people don't do it and I mean I'm really grateful because I feel like there is definitely like a shift happening in the world and more people are opening up to like hey maybe I don't want to live the life I'm living like maybe I do want to love myself maybe I do want to feel good about myself maybe I want to not work in a corporate office forever you know um maybe I want to go find my joy instead of just worrying about if my bills are paid you know like stuff like that which I think is really really beautiful so I'm grateful that shift is happening but yeah it's hard man I'm not gonna sugarcoat it it's hard mm-hmm no, it's, it's definitely hard, and that's why I get kind of frustrated when I see people pose it as, like, just this beautiful, you know, perfect, light, loving, transformative process. Like, that's part of it, but there's a whole other part that isn't really, I think, given enough attention or awareness, like, on social media. And so, you know, people can get to that kind of darker, you know, confusing kind of grieving part and they're like what the fuck is going on what is going on with me internally like why do I feel this way what is happening and it's like you know TikTok just showed them that like they could manifest their dream life and like be this confident badass bitch embodied person and so they're like why am I going through all of this dark shit and so, you know, I definitely, I try and like, you know, gently, kindly, like call content creators out when they post like content like that, because I'm like, make sure that you're showing the full spectrum, you know, like it's, it's not only this like butterflies and rainbows and love and light. And like, they'll comment back a lot of times and be like, oh, I know. But like, you know, I went through the darkness to get here. And I'm like, okay, that's good, but, like, mention that to people in your content so they don't just think they're supposed to arrive at this point of, like, mm-hmm. bright light and goodness because, there, yeah, there's a lot of, again, like, confusion and anger and grieving and, you know, there's, there's a lot that I feel is not mentioned online because it's not, like, pretty and cute and aesthetic and mm-hmm. it doesn't fit, like, the curated feed, you know? And um, to me, like, that was really the journey, like all of that kind of sifting and shedding all of these layers and, you know, going through these, you know, what we would label as like more negative or difficult emotions was like, that's where the healing and that's where the growth really was. I feel like having a better mindset or being healthier or being happier was more so a byproduct of that process rather than like, that was my goal, you know? Yeah, absolutely you're you're just saying so much good stuff I'm just like yes like people need to hear this and yeah it's wild that even in spirituality there's so much censorship 
Mm-hmm. Like, yes. like they don't, they don't want to be like, hey, to get to this great place, you're going to have to feel like shit and kick and scream and cry and work through a lot of really heavy, gross, intense emotions to get here. Like, no one wants, because you're going to scare people off. You're not going to get likes. Yeah. You're not going to get comments and shares. Like, yeah. and it's, you're selling people a false dream because... I get frustrated when people post about, like, manifestation and stuff, but they don't talk about the fact that if you don't, you know, do some, like, compassionate work on yourself, you're not going to be in a place where you feel worthy enough to receive things you want to manifest in your life. Like, it's not, like, it's not a cheat code. It's not a, like, let me just skip all of this. Like, I believe that, like, manifestation and all that stuff comes from, like, going through all the shit that you were talking about, like, all, all those good feelings and whatnot, they come from the overcoming of all the gross, dark shit, and, um, yes. yeah, and people want to skip over that, which I get, because it's fucking rough, dude, you feel insane, like, it's not, it's not, I, I don't want to minimize it at all, because it's, it's intense, like, it is, at least for me, like, for, I'll speak for myself, like, it was fucking intense, and I thought I was losing my fucking mind, I was, like, really struggling with, like, disassociation, and, like, all that stuff. Yeah, I was ready to, like, go walk myself into a psych ward, because I, I mean, I have been atheist my whole life, so, you know, like, I remember you said, like, your mom was, is more spiritual, you know, and so, I had no, like, no idea, no background, no interest in any of this stuff, and then it just hit me like a train, and floodgates came open, and it was, like, I felt like I was on psychedelics for, like, I don't know, half a year, like, I'm not doing any, I stopped smoking, I stopped everything, and I was just, like, completely sober, like, sitting by myself, and I just, it was, like, I remember trying to explain to my friend, like, I feel my mind expanding. Like, I don't know how else to explain it, but, like, it feels like I'm on shrooms, but I'm not. Like, I'm just here and just existing. And, like, you know, with that expansion came a lot of things coming up to the surface. And that's where I was like, yeah, I'm just losing my fucking mind. And, like, I don't know what anything is, and I'm, you know who am I? What am I? Like, I, you know, for me, a really big question is like, who am I if I'm not these trauma responses, right? Like, I, if I'm not like a chronic people pleasing perfectionist control freak, who am I? Because that has kind of been my identity my whole life. And I hear people talk about this, like, you know, I look through comments a lot. And like, you know, people comment this all the time, or like, I don't know who I am, if, you know, if it's not me being shaped by the trauma and there are a lot of them are too scared to figure it out because it's so right you've created an identity around that and it's so scary for the ego to think about releasing that identity and kind of just being in this state of like nothingness for a while before you kind of started crafting like a new healthier one and that phase of like kind of in between where you've started to shed off your old identity but you haven't really started to cultivate a new one yet is like I just felt I felt like just I was just like floating around like I had no idea what anything was what I stood for what I believed in what was true to me what was not like I have never been in such an intense state of like confusion and disassociation but yet right it did turn out to be like 
one of the most beautiful and like helpful processes for me because it just like led me down a whole new route that gave my life a lot more meaning and clarity once things kind of started to work themselves out a little more and I started to move beyond the like pure disassociation and confusion you know I I hope when people listen to this like they realize that even though this you know period or state or phase might sound you know scary like it really is super temporary you know you're not going to be stuck in it forever and it's not this like your life is going to just like go down this deep dark weird spiral like it's really a temporary process that's necessary and like there's nothing wrong with it and there's nothing wrong with you and you're not crazy for going through it you know yeah and it feels like forever in the moment like it really does I remember literally like feeling so just lost but also weird and then super like self-loathing because I'm realizing all these things about myself that really suck but then I'm also terrified to get rid of them because then like I'm going to be alone once I stop doing all these things for other people and it was just like it was there was so much confusion and like upset and like anxiety and aloneness and I literally remember thinking like this this is never gonna go away right like this is and like you like I was dead sober and I was just like this is this is just never gonna go away like this is my life now and then it's like I remember just like literally like begging the universe like show me something here like give me something like eventually and I just felt like this feeling of calm, like wash over. And that was the first time I really felt like, you know what, it's okay to feel everything that I'm feeling right now. Like it's completely okay. But um, the feelings that I felt in that moment, they would come back up. But over time, it got so much more easy to face them when it's like what we were talking about before with um just showing yourself more compassion you know if i was able to sorry i keep getting my dad keeps facetiming me and he literally never facetimes me which is funny but um where it's like the more compassion i was able to show the easier it was to deal with everything that was coming up yeah and like truth be told like like tara's right like it really doesn't it takes what, like, for me, it was, like, a couple months of, like, sheer chaos, and uh, it wasn't even, like, it wasn't even, like, chaos, chaos, like, I still was able to show up to work, I was still able to, like, take care of myself, make sure I was fed and bathed and whatnot, it was just, like, the internal battles and, like, shit that was coming up that, like, no one around me knew, like, I was kind of just, like, silently, like, dealing with it, um, that part was definitely, like, the roughest part. Because, like, you feel insane. So you feel like, I can't tell people what I'm feeling because they, they will put me away. Like, they will 302 me. If Literally. I, start. I would think to myself, like, at work, I'd be like, do people know that something's going on with me? <laughs> like, I would literally think to myself, like, does everybody know I'm having a breakdown? And no one had literally any idea, you know. But <laughs> in my head, I'm like, huh. 
everything looks different. The sky looks weird. Like, and yeah, I just think the sky. Yeah, I'm like the sky. the sky looks weird. It was literally like the trees look shinier. Like every everything was like different. And I just remember I was so self conscious because I'm like, oh my god, like everybody knows that I'm even fucking weirder than I was before. Like they're gonna know something's going on. I'm gonna be drug tested. Like, but nobody, literally, like nobody had any any idea. No yeah. one had any clue. I feel like it just fe- it feels like there's that fear because it feels like so much inside. You're like, there's no way no one else like notices this, but it's like it's really just you feeling it. Mm-hmm. So like, and most people are so wrapped up in their own lives, like they're oblivious anyway. Yeah. So like, literally. But like, if you're lucky enough to have like a group of people that are, or at least like if you know, I feel like everyone kind of has like one friend they know that's like kind of spiritual. You know, like lean on that friend in that moment if like if you really feel like you're absolutely losing your fucking mind like that's okay you know I don't know I mean I remember like us having a conversation yes that's when I contacted you and I was like we should do a podcast (laughs) you're like I'm losing my mind yeah we should do something with this yeah you know (laughs) yeah good times good times I, I I personally went through like what I look back on and I now call like a spiritual crisis during my awakening because I I lost like all ability to function as a normal human like you know you said like you showed up to work you took care of yourself you were eating you know like I could not do any of that like and I I have looked into this and like you know they they call it like a spiritual emergency which is like it's just a little more like intense than an awakening so to say like you know it is an awakening itself but it's so much more heightened that like you just like lose your ability to like human almost and that's how I was like I was not feeding myself I was not taking care of myself like and I think that you know fueled me kind of going into like a darker place because I just like almost like disassociated from my identity of like being a human and so for me you know kind of coming out of that was really integrating like my humanness and almost like realizing that the point of like having this awakening or like being on this kind of you know divine journey was more so about like how do I be the best you know human that I can be for myself and for this world and for others rather than just like how do I be like, I was so caught up in the like spiritual being side of it that I like totally forgot that I was like a human being too. And it was really, really important for me to kind of integrate that and start, you know, like working again towards like taking action in my life and self care and like, you know, caring for this human body and like respecting it and loving it rather than trying to like escape it. Like spirituality for me became almost like a drug, like pure escapism where I just, I just did not want to human anymore. And so I I like used spirituality as like a little hole to crawl into where I didn't have to think about all that stuff. But after a while, like, as you can imagine, it did not do very good for like my mental or physical health. And that's when I realized like, oh, I've been totally like neglecting myself and the fact that like I do have to live this life as Tara and like do what I need to as Tara to get through this in like the healthiest way possible and I think that's where things really started to turn around for me and I started to actually able be able to like make a lot of growth and strides was because I was like 
focus back again on like being a human and like how do I do this in a way that best serves me and my community yeah yeah it sounds like (laughs) when you were telling that story in my head I was like well you know okay so you know how they say like our souls were sent down here to earth to like have a human experience and like all that and I was like it sounds a lot like your soul was like ah fuck this I want to go back and then it was like wait okay okay like I know I'm supposed to be here to learn lessons I'll shift back into the human body now I get it I can't go back right now like that's literally what it sounds like that's that's pretty much exactly what it felt like was happening and again it was so like I never believed there was anything beyond the physical reality or like reincarnation like anything like that you know and so being like opened up to all of this and like you know feeling like my soul belonged to something greater than me and this was just me expressing it in like one form I was like no I want to go back to that like where my soul belongs you know which is really where the like escapism started to come in and become like a really dangerous place for me I had to really have some conversations with myself of like the point on earth is not to escape earth, right? The point is to live your life out here and like do do what you can again to kind of best serve yourself and your community is like the best way that I can think about it. Yeah. No, 100%. And I love that. And I think it's like it really is like that simple, but everyone wants to like complicate it. Like, everyone wants to make it this big thing. It's like no, you're literally just supposed to like enjoy life and help others along so that they can learn how to enjoy life too like that's really that's really like one of my um one of my coaches she always said I've said this before on the podcast I'll say it again she says I don't want to ascend I like being human I like eating good food and I like hanging out and going dancing and doing this and that like I don't want to ascend I don't want to like float up to the stars and become a a, a orb of light right now like I want to enjoy life and I'm like fuck yeah because there's such like this in the spiritual community there's such this intense like aggression towards like oh ascend enlightenment immediately and it's like yeah. okay that's literally not the point though like that's literally not the point of coming here um but, but yeah we are we are a little over time wow wow look at us go wow. Wow. um but thank you so much for coming out this was such a good like needed conversation mm-hmm. um I feel like we all got something out of it already, so I know our, our listeners will as well. Um, and you're such a beautiful soul, and I'm just so happy you came out. I'm so grateful you went through your spiritual awakening so you could be here being this this example and this this guide for others. I think it's so beautiful. And, um, yeah, do you want to plug your socials for us? Um, I'll just give you my TikTok. Okay. It's, yeah, it's the Sage Soul. Nice. Oh, so, I love that. I don't know if I should. I don't know if I should spell that out, but it's just the Sage Soul. Yeah. So, all all yeah. one word. All I'll one check word. it out. I'm not very good at plugging myself. I'm still working on that. It feels kind of awkward to self promote, but like. I realize it's just a block to work through, so... Yeah, yeah. for sure. But also, like, what's cool is I feel like your content, like, speaks for itself. Like, you don't really have to promote it because, like, it just promotes itself. (laughs) (laughs) That's the goal. That's definitely the goal. I'm not not trying to self-promote. I just want it to reach 
whoever it's meant to reach, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Love that. But yeah, thank you so much for coming out and, um, thank you everyone for listening. You know, the deal, you can hit us up on Instagram at conscious divinity, Twitter. Are Are we still posting on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Twitter is at conscious div D I V. Um, and yeah, message us, talk to us, let us know if there's any topics, any guests you want us to bring on. Um, and as always drink water, hydrate, eat a vegetable, take a breath or two, a full breath or three or a fruit or fruit, you know, whatever floats your boat, uh, eat something good for you and connect to the earth. Yeah, and yeah, and we love you, and we hope you're having a great day. And if you're not having a great day, I'm sending you a lot of fucking love, and maybe tomorrow will be better. And yeah. It will be. That's all I gotta say. Manifesting it for you. A better day for you. Tomorrow. We love you. Okay, bye.